Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Forget those Sunday night blues for a second with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. So stoked to be here with Caitlin Carhart. You have been here. We just determined. I thought it was an hour, but really, yeah, an hour and a half. An hour and a half. I <laughs> gonna be here for another hour and a half too. <laughs> gonna be here another an hour and a half. Yeah. I I don't like having regular boring conversations about the weather, about what outfit you're wearing, about like what's your favorite food, about. I mean, I sometimes like to know what movies and Netflix shows people are watching because I find that fascinating. But like, I have such a hard time having in depth, like just not even in depth, just conversations with people sometimes. Cause I like yeah. have to dig so deep to like keep the conversation going. But like my people pleaser in me will do it. And then I leave <laughs> feeling so tired. But with yeah. you, I, I am so drawn. We're so chatty. <laughs> because you are the only kind of person I love to talk to. Like I was with my acupuncturist earlier today. I love talking to people like that. And with you, like you study numerology, you wrote a number one best selling book about numerology, which is mm-hmm. an urban outfitters. Hold on. Like, here it's called you, you are, are cosmic, cosmic code, code essential numerology you didn't even mean to write that book it just no. flowed to you yeah and then all of a sudden it's like happy then, accident but that's your life like yeah. you're a numerologist you're an astrologer mm-hmm. you do human design you're also an incredible singer mm-hmm. songwriter so you just have stuff flowing to you constantly yeah. it's that midheaven aquarius i was talking to your husband about and then you were reading Michael's chart yeah. and he was like, because yeah. he, he is, he's totally into all this stuff too, but he's never really like gotten a lot of readings or stuff. He, yeah. he wasn't really exposed to, he hasn't really been exposed to it until just recently. Well, I feel like now it's becoming more mainstream, especially after all the lockdowns. Cause people finally were like forced to sit with themselves and they're like, wait a minute. Like, am I actually happy? Like, who am I? And all of these different modalities are incredible ways to kind of like know yourself and get in touch with yourself and accept yourself. It can help you so much. Yeah. Like 
So you're going to read some of my chart. I struggle mm-hmm. with money issues. I struggle with self-worth issues. Yeah. I've struggled with like finding my career path and destiny. And like, and then there's also like year numbers. Like we're in, you oh, go yeah. through cycles of a year. It's like there's year one through nine. And mm-hmm. like right now I'm in year seven. And so that means something like knowing all of these things. And then like you say, you won't even like work with someone or with yeah. your dating someone, like you have to know their chart before just to see if you're even a match. Well, exactly. It's kind of like not even worth wasting your time, but it's like, you know, even with, with business dealings, like, you can see some of the energy that might be coming for someone. Like this one woman wanted to partner with me on a project and she was great, but something intuitively told me like this might not be the right time for it. And I went into her charts and I saw that there was like going to be like some sort of death coming for her in the next year. And then out of the blue, like she ended up getting a divorce and it was a really tough time for her. And like, we're like, okay, let's put our like collaboration on pause. Right. So it's like things like that. It's not even just about like how in tune am I with this person? It's also like, is this person in the space to collaborate and to carry out this vision in this amount of time? Right. So why is this not a go-to our culture? This is not a go-to and other cultures it is. Yeah, it is. You know, well in places like India, like astrology and numerology aren't even considered like quote unquote spiritual. They just are. They're viewed as like tools. And I think in the Western world, especially in America, you know, I, I get a lot of people who are like, think that these things are like a belief system, like a religion. And I think that's, the problem, right? Because these things are just like one third of the picture, right? So like we can look at these charts and they're so rich with information and they really tell us like who we are, what we're here to do, the energy we're working with. But like we do have free will. You know what I mean? Like we can't fight our destiny. You know, you could be like, you know what? I'm supposed to be out in the world sharing my thoughts and opinions and and all these things that go with you having a North Node in Gemini. But you could be like, fuck it. I'm just going to like stay in my home. I'm not going to be seen. Like you're going to have resistance. You're going to be unhappy. But like we do have free will. And then I also believe that there is some sort of like, call it what you will, but some sort of like karma or energy that's around us that's also like, you know, that's also supporting what we're doing, I think. Don't we have like karmic debt too? Yeah. In numerology, you have karmic lesson numbers and karmic debt numbers. Yeah. Can we kind of go through some of my stuff? And I am happy to yeah, share all I, this with everyone listening. Like, Yeah. I wonder, I'm. did we talk about your karmic debt though? Let's talk about it. And I want to talk about my life path number, oh, yeah, my so destiny. I want to talk oh, about okay. my money issues. Yeah. You have a 13 for karmic debt so what does that mean that's really not that bad great yo there are some karmic debt numbers that are a bit more challenging to work with than others like a love karmic debt can be really challenging um or there's one that's like the karmic debt that has to do with power and that's nicknamed the fame debt which is crazy like a lot of famous people actually have that (laughs) Debt. It's so wild. I oh, every time I've ever had like a really well known client come to me, I'm like, I bet they have a 19, and they always do. So they always. their debt is like being famous. They have to work something out. Basically, through fame. basically, yeah. Um, well, the 19 karmic debt has to do with an abuse of power in a past life, but the abuse of power was so great that you know the only way to kind of balance that in this lifetime is if these people are like seen on like a, a bigger level. Like Tom Cruise has a karmic debt 19 right? Mm. Can't think of anyone more famous, but that's Mm -hmm. because in a past life he was like, you know, a a ruler or like a king or something like that. But we don't really have that anymore. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the times if you have a 19 karmic debt, you're like 
have to kind of be seen on that level. Like, you know, how else are you going to be seen by that many people? For you, though, you have a 13-4. What does that mean? 13 because it adds up to 4 because 1 plus 3 is 4. Sorry for anyone who's like, oh, God, math. (laughs) People get really scared when you bring up math. But essentially, it just means that, like, you kind of struggle with, like, the path your career path in this lifetime. And like that is linked to a previous abuse in a a past incarnation where you kind of like, um, forsook like your, your spiritual self in order to get ahead. You know, I kind of look at it as like, I forsook, I like forsaken my spiritual self. So it's kind of like, I always think of it as like Scrooge, you know, like that Christmas Carol story where like he makes people work on Christmas and all that. I kind of see it as that. Like there was some sort of abuse for you to get ahead in your career. And on this lifetime, you kind of have to feel the opposite, right? You kind of have to feel like. I feel like my whole mission is just to bring to light like the spiritual side of everything and everyone Mm -hmm. (laughs) and to tap into like your soul and your purpose. I want everyone to find their purpose. Yeah. I mean. And to live from that. I mean, and including myself, which I've struggled with finding my purpose for so long. Like, can you see what my purpose is? Yeah. Well, I mean, again, like we can kind of sum it up in that that one sentence that I that I gave your husband, um, which I can give to you, too. I just created this little thing that's like your life path and your your life destiny combined. Um, but basically, you're here to be a builder by finding a balance between a rewarding career and a stable, loving home. I feel that to like, because having a peaceful home yeah. and having a lot of space for home life is so important to me. Like, yeah. I don't want my whole life to be filled with work. Like, and I want my work yeah. to be like just with everyone I meet, like conversations, having soulful mm. meaning things. Like, it's not even like necessarily has to all be for like this particular carved out career niche. Mm-hmm. It's like everything I do, I want it to be like soulful. Yeah. You know, it's interesting too. I like just had this breakthrough for myself uh, over this past month. I was like really reflecting on like what it was I even wanted to do with my life because there are so many opportunities coming at me. I'm like, what, what is it that I want to say yes to? And I realized that like, I don't want to feel like I'm ever working a day mm-hmm. in my life. Same. It's like you get to this point where you're like, the hustle and the grind isn't worth it. No. Like I want like every thing that I do to just feel so in flow yes that it isn't like right now I don't feel like I'm like quote-unquote working right like, technically either. like I guess we are <laughs> but it's like oh I'm just hanging out with my friend and yes. we're just shooting the shit right yes. like but that's how it should feel and how it can feel and again like your expression number which is also sometimes called the destiny number which is based off your full uh, legal birth name is a six and so there is this homemaker quality to you where like you know, if you have a prominent six, like you are a great caretaker, you are a great, like, you know, parent too. like a lot of people who have a life destiny or life path six are incredible parents. And like your, your destiny is linked to the home. I feel like being a great mother, specifically just to, to Sunny, like I don't have this like desire to like be a motherly figure to a bunch of people although I love kids so much but like I do feel like being a great mother is huge is like a huge huge priority and calling for me yeah well I think one being a mom is the hardest job in the whole world Mm -hmm. hands down like it's crazy when people don't look at it as like 
a quote unquote job, right? Because you're, you're shaping um, the mind of the future. Like right? you are influencing yeah. this. And I could totally be like fucking her up somehow too on accident, you know, yeah. which I'm sure somehow I will because I have tons of issues. I'm sure I'm, or I'm like, everyone over, does, right? Yeah. Like sometimes I like maybe don't have enough boundaries or I don't like, I'm not strict enough. I, you know, cause I love her too much. And I'm like, that's maybe not benefiting in the long run or something. I don't know. You know, something I'm going to do is going to probably give her a problem. Yeah. But in my heart, it's like I always want to lead with like making sure I am doing what is the most loving thing I can feel towards mm-hmm. her. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, that is like the thing you can do to like change the world. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, how, how else can you change the world like for, or have more of an impact than being a parent, which is like, it's funny when I'm saying that because I actually don't want to be a parent. It scares the hell out of me. I didn't want, I was scared of it too. Like so scared of it. I was like, I put it off forever. I didn't, we didn't, I didn't have Sunny till I was 36. Like I was tried to wait to the very last minute to have, but did you know you wanted to have kids? I knew in my heart that I would be a mom, but I was really scared. And this goes to, I wonder what this is. I was scared that I wasn't worthy of being a mother. Like I, and this is like, this is so old and I'm so tired of talking about this and I'm trying, I feel like I'm really breaking this loop, mm-hmm. but like my, one of my biggest struggles, which I'd be interested to see in this chart is just not feeling like I'm worthy of things. Even though I'm constantly yeah. putting myself in situations to be in greatness, I always feel like someone is mad at me or I didn't do it right or I'm not good enough or I don't have, like I don't deserve it. Well, Yeah. And I think, I mean, there's so many things that we can pinpoint because for those of you listening, we have her human design chart, her (laughs) numerology and her astrology right in front of me. I love (laughs) it. I would say like for anyone who's listening, who's like kind of interested in like, wow, I'm like having this thing that's on a loop for me. And and I have this wounding that I can't quite pinpoint why. Um, It's always good to look at Chiron in your astrology chart. Um, Chiron represents like our deepest wounding and um, it's actually a, an asteroid that's called the wounded healer. So that's a really good place to start. But your Chiron is actually in Gemini and it's in the first house. So it's like, you don't always trust like your own thought processes. And this, this always goes back to childhood. Chiron always goes back to childhood. So as a child, you didn't feel like you could actually communicate like what you thought and what you felt and you, you couldn't communicate in a way that felt safe. So you probably had caretakers that like told you to hush up or like maybe like don't be seen so much like they, they kind of were projecting onto you like how you should be communicating. So you didn't feel like you could actually like express yourself fully or maybe even like schooling was painful. Like maybe like sometimes Chiron and, and Gemini could be like people were bullied in school for like speaking up or like, again, you just didn't feel like you could really express who you are. And again, it's in your first house. So anything that's in your first house impacts you tremendously because that is the house that has to do with the self and that's your identity. And that's also, um, even your physical. And also appearance. I feel like I struggle. This is like so weird too. Cause like I've always presented myself as beautiful as I knew how to but then I also struggle with feeling like people are mad at me for being too much and like putting Mm -hmm. myself out there too much or shining too brightly that like people aren't going to like me or that I'm doing something wrong well I think that does come back to some of the like again Chiron and Gemini in the first house and that childhood wounding but also again like in human design you're a five one profile and the five part of your profile um that does bring a lot of projections from people. 
So people project onto you more than most types. Anyone who has a five profile. So, so the feelings I'm feeling are correct. Then. People really yeah. are projecting their feelings. On yeah, me. yeah, yeah. And, and I have that too, which is why I'm like relating to so you I'm like, am I this? making this? That's why I just literally cut my hair off and dyed it brown. Because I'm like, if I am just my natural self, if someone yeah. doesn't like me, then it's not my fault. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong. You know, like I am just being as something about where I am. And I don't know if this is in my chart. Probably, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. But where I am right now, I'm like, I'm so tired tired of feeling not worth it and I'm mm -hmm. so tired of feeling like people are mad at me for being something that I'm like if I just get down to the core of who I am without anything on me yeah extra like just natural as can be then if people don't like me if I'm being my true personality if I'm not trying to people please if I'm not like dyeing my hair putting on lashes which I love all that stuff but yeah, for yeah. whatever reason right now I'm like if I am just me stripped down to the basics then if people don't like me, then that is not my fault. And I don't have to wonder what filter they're mad at me for putting on my body or my yeah. personality. Well, I think there are so many different ways we could take this because there is your own conditioning. But I also feel that as a woman, like we're really taught to like not put anyone off, be a good little girl, be polite, be likable, always have a smile on your face. Like I can't tell you how many times I've been out in public in my lifetime and I'm like having a rough day and some, you know, guy passes by like, hey, put a smile on your face, sweetheart. You know, shit like that. Yeah. That like men don't really have to deal with. But I feel like we're kind of conditioned to be people pleasers as women. It's like, how can we serve? How can we nurture? Um, but I always think to myself, like, because I mean, I also have a deep people pleasing wound. And it, I always ask myself at the end of the day, like, did I do my best? Right. Did I try my best? Like, if I feel that I acted out of integrity or if I feel like I hurt someone and, like, that was on me. Like, I, mm -hmm. I did something I shouldn't have done. Like, did I own that? Did I apologize? Right. Right? Because, like, we all make mistakes. And it's just about, like, forgiving ourselves and loving ourselves through it. And it's, like, again, at the end of the day, we can only do our best. And it's, like... That brings me peace to be like, okay, I really did my best today like Yes, I, to be the person that I want to be in this world. And that's how I feel too. I'm like, if I am just like as clean as I know how to be mm -hmm. for me, and that could be anything, but for me, like if I am living as clean and clear hearted, and I'm not saying I can't be like bitchy sometimes. You talk to Michael, he'd be like, she needs to calm down. That girl is like well, bossy. we all have <laughs> our off days too though, I can you know? boss him around so much. He's like, just chill out. But I'm like, just do do this right now how you need to do it. And I'm like, I'm sure I drive him nuts. But like, well, you're a generator though. <laughs> and he's a manifester. So you're like, come on. I got to get him moving. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You're like holding down the sacral energy in this household. Yeah. I feel it. Well, yeah, because your daughter's a projector or your I husband's know. a manifester. That's like three completely different energy types. So what's it like having a generator, a manifester, and a projector all live together? Oh my God. Because I'm a generator, Sunny's a projector, yeah, yeah. and Michael's a manifester. So well, I mean, explain kind of what those are for people. And this is human design. So like yeah. she said, we're doing human design, <laughs> astrology, and numerology here, mm. which I freaking love. Yeah. You know, some people get overwhelmed when you bounce around between the systems, but hopefully people are, are cool with it. Um, basically, you know, there are five different types in human design. It's just energy types of like how we're supposed to move through the world. You're a generator. You're supposed to like follow what lights you up. Most people in the world are generators. You have a defined sacral center. And so you, which I want to say that for everyone who's a generator, which you can go online and go to human design and take a test. It's easy. And they'll tell you, mm -hmm. It is so important to learn this if you're a generator because mm -hmm. this is, I think, what is clearing out so much of my anxiety. 
All we have to do is listen to our gut instinct for generators. Like that doesn't work for projectors, doesn't work for Mm -hmm. manifestors. Y'all can listen to your gut, but it's coming from a different place. With generators, our gut tells us yes or no. And I can feel everything in my gut all the time. Are you a sacral authority though? I don't know. Wait. (laughs) Oh, so you're saying my system's wrong actually? (laughs) No, no. Okay. Well, I mean, generators are supposed to follow like what lights them up, but like, you know, sacral. Yeah, you are. You're a sacral authority. So, you know, some people are sacral authority, which means they follow their gut instincts. But most of the world is actually emotional authority. Mm. That's actually what I am. And it's a different strategy, right? Because and it makes sense that most of the world be emotional authority, because if you look around, even in the media, it's like most people are totally guided by their emotions. Yes. Not really making sense. Everyone's just like flying by the seat of their own pants. Um, Generators specifically are here to follow like what lights them up. And they have tons and tons of energy that they, you know, need to kind of like get out in the day. But But I have to use my energy in certain ways because mm, some things that's based on your chart too. like I talking to you, I could talk to you for eight hours straight and I would leave this conversation and feel so energized. But talking to another type of person who you have to like dig up a conversation. We're talking about like, you know, I don't know, gardening or something, which I'm not interested at all, which I love. But, you know, or like, you know, like color coding my closet, which actually that would light me up because I would want to know why everything Mm. makes me feel a certain way in my closet. But yeah, I but you like I would never be tired. Like I'm more energized deeper into this conversation but some things wear me out yeah but again like you're lit up by the topics that we discuss yes you know again like as a generator it's important that you're following what lights you up and again your strategy is to respond to the world so you know that's the biggest difference between like a generator and a manifester is that a manifester is the only type that can initiate they're here to like create movements and michael is yeah exactly so they initiate but what's good about like you and michael's dynamic is that you respond so he'll mm-hmm. initiate something and then that gives you something to respond to. And I can always tell, like even with his songs, not that I'm like the say all for his songs, but I know immediately when like one hits all the way and one, I'm just kind of like, eh, not that that couldn't be a great song. Yeah. But like, I Are can't- you usually right with that? Like, have you been able to predict like this song is going to do something versus like, oh, I don't know if this will. Like, are you usually right with that? I, I feel probably so, but like, I don't know. I don't know. Cause they've had such like an interesting career. It's like, they haven't had like number one after number one, after number one, they've had like number one and hit songs, but like they also have like a fan base that like gravitates towards certain songs. And I, I, I do feel like I, I, his music is so spiritual to me. Like there, yeah. it's such a spiritual experience. Like when it's not hitting me spiritually, I'm out on it. Yeah. Well, that's actually actually really nice for him to have that kind of like feedback and mirror, right? Mm-hmm. Especially as a manifester, because manifestors, you know, only make up around, I think it's like between like eight and 11% of the population, really, really rare. Um, and a lot of the times manifestors are like scared to initiate whatever their creative urge is, because usually it doesn't make any sense. There's no true pathway. They're just you have like, to carve it. Yeah. You just have to be like, fuck, this is like really what I want to do, but it doesn't make any sense at all. It's and like, I have to pave the way. Exactly. So like you kind of, ha- it's like you got to jump and trust that the net's there. Right. So again, like even like with, with my own experience as a manifester, it's been hard because it's like, I have all these ideas and people either think I'm nuts or they're like, oh my God, this is absolutely brilliant. Like it's never been done before. Let's do this. Right. And it's kind of like it again, like the manifestor aura is they say it's repelling. And mm-hmm. I don't love that word because I think it could be damaging to say, like, oh, your aura repels people. <laughs> but it's meant to like literally attract and draw in the people that um 
are meant to help you on your journey and support you. And then it's meant to kind of like weed out the people who aren't for you. Mm -hmm. So a manifester can be very polarizing. Like people will meet you and they'll like instantly feel something about you. Like, um, I don't know if I should like name names because I was going to I was going to refer to someone who's on reality TV that has that. Um, you know, my friend was just on uh, Indian Matchmaker. I don't know if you've seen that show on Netflix. Mm-mm. And there's this woman on there and and I didn't watch that show, but uh, her name's Aparna and she's a manifester and people have come for her. And I'm just like, why? Like she and she doesn't understand either. And it's just so wild to watch. Like she's really polarizing to people. It's like people love her or they don't. Same with um Tom Cruise is a manifester, mm-hmm. you know, I think people mostly So you like just kind of but... have to accept that that's your, like, ex- like and that's why like learning your type is so helpful mm-hmm. because then it's like, if people don't like you for whatever reason, it's oh, like, yeah. you don't have to take it so personal or try to win them over. It's like, maybe yeah. they just don't see you and that's fine. They're not your people. They're that's, not your people. That's the thing for non-sacral beings. They're not your people. But like, for me, it was so healing to even like go into all my charts and specifically we're talking about human design. It was really healing because it's like, I always felt like people had strong reactions to me, but then I'm, you know, we're taught in society that like, like I would think like, am I just like in my ego? Like, mm-hmm. you know, it feels like people have strong reactions to me, but like maybe I'm making it up. Maybe I'm doing something. That was the thing. I used to be like, what am I doing? That's so provoking because <laughs> I didn't feel like I was ever being provoking. You know, I'd yes. like walk into a room and all of a sudden people would like hate me or love me. And I'm like, what? I don't even know you, you know? And again, it's like, that is part of being a manifester and anyone who might be listening if like you have manifester friends in your life like literally just pay attention to them and you'll notice like their energy is meant to be felt when they walk into a room and that's the kind of energy that your husband is carrying and why do i love manifestors because i have always loved because you like power I do like power. Yeah. <laughs> what is, is that in yeah. my chart? Well, no, it's just everyone that I meet who like attracts a lot of manifestors is because they're attracted to power. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, 
Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. I love manifestors because yeah. I'm like I I love someone walking in their power and I love seeing someone in their power. I, I don't like people who are abusing power. Yeah. But like someone who holds power and like holds it fully, I'm like in all of that. Yeah. But also it gives you something to respond to. Mm-hmm. Like Michael you know? is the like I kind of keep the like you were saying like the whatever of the house like keep the heartbeat of the house mm-hmm. going here but like when it comes to like our life adventures and what we're doing and like our big plans like that is Michael all the way yeah like I would probably just sit in this house forever and just like enjoy being calm and at home but like Michael's like we're renting a Sprinter van and we're gonna go drive around Colorado for two weeks and I'm like great that sounds yeah. awesome but like I wouldn't come up with that and no. I wouldn't follow through with that yeah. but like because he's always coming up with things like that I'm like that sounds awesome and then he's got it all worked out and booked and everything's happening and we're going in two weeks. Like, you yeah. know, he's like... Because he's the initiator. And I love that yeah. because I love what he initiates. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm not going to initiate it. No. Because well, that's not your energy type is not to initiate. But I love energy being type with an initiator. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh-huh. people really love to be our manifestors because of that. <laughs> yeah. But then manifestors get really drained because they only have so much energy as non-sacral beings. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, manifestors and non-sacral beings in so general... When you say non-sacral, what does that mean? They don't have a, a sacral center. That's so like your gut or any uh, spot. It's this. Like your actual gut. It's yeah. So in human design, there are different energy centers that are, are that are either defined or undefined. And so most of the world are sacral beings. So they have a sacral defined. So it's this little square that's on this chart right here is defined for you. So like Sunny, my daughter has no defined. Yeah, she's Sunny. not because she's a projector. If and she's a mental projector. I'm yeah, like, oh I know. Gosh, help if, me but help if her. you're a projector or a manifester or a reflector, then you will not have a sacral um, center defined. Whereas, so like, so that's why people say, where do you feel it in your body? That's the defined part. Like some people feel it in their throats or whatever. Mm. But really, that's only sometimes, for defined Sometimes. Beings. Like the thing about manifestors is that manifestors have defined throats. Mm. Like we're meant to be speaking and we're meant to be like heard mm. on like a bigger level, right? So like your husband, for example, that makes total sense that he's a musician. And that's how he's using his voice. And then it also shows up in his astrology chart, right? Because all these different charts are saying these same exact things, but in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he's got like Mercury in his 12th house and he's got the moon in his 10th house and, and all the things that we were talking about before we started recording. So, okay. What is my career path? Like, do you feel like I'm going to hit it and I'm going to get over money blocks because I feel ready for it? I just feel like it's actually like, chipping away at what I'm supposed to be doing to make money. I feel like I've well, landed on it, but then it's like actually turning it into a business. Is that going to happen for me or am I, I going to stand think, in my way? I think that anybody can do anything. Anyone can achieve anything. Um, and I think, you know, it, it really just boils down to you. Like what's the work you're willing to put in to up level your life in that way? Like how are you going to get focused? And again, like when it comes to the charts, I think, those are powerful tools for us to kind of point us in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've talked to you about this, like the fact that you're going into your money or 
uh, next year, which is like money, power, and achievement. Next year, eight. Yeah, that is the time for you to really, really hit it in the right way. And I think right now you're in, you're in your year seven and that's all about like being singular focused and like spiritual awakenings and going within for the answers as opposed to going outside of yourself. And I feel like that's exactly what I've been doing this yeah. year. It's like cleaning out your closet Yeah, the whole year. It can be really draining to be honest, but really rewarding because, you know, you should have a clearer picture of what you want to do towards the end of your year seven. And I feel like it's coming together. Like I hired a life career coach this year Mm. and I didn't even mean to, it just flowed into my life. And basically she's a very intense personality and she's like, you need to hire me and I'm going to whip you in shape basically. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's true. It has been that like, and she's helping helped me come up with a way to make a clear career out of Mm -hmm. what I'm doing but I haven't but it's just like making it happen so if I feel like I have a a vision Mm -hmm. and I am going to put it in place will then the universe or higher force take over and like make it happen for me or like what do I need to do do I need to not doubt myself or well yeah (laughs) right here's the thing about doubt though is that like like doubt is always going to be like along for the ride it's just about like not letting it be the in the driver's seat, right? Being like, okay, cool. Doubt, fear. You're kind of always going to be here. You're part of the human experience, but like you got to sit in the back seat. Like you're not going to be the one in control. So like you just have to be fearless in, in the pursuit of what you want and just be like, fuck it. I'm scared to do this, but I'm going to do it anyways. Like literally if I was not in a contract with Penguin Random House, my book would not have come out. Like the day before it came out, I had a complete breakdown. I was so terrified because at this point, like people didn't even know on a public level that I was working as a numerologist. Like I just built this business totally behind the scenes, referral only. Like I wasn't talking about this at all. And I was terrified of how I'd be viewed. And I was so scared that people would look at me like I was crazy mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. And and this was like, again, even two years ago, these things were not spoken about like they are now. Like it's come a long way. And so and- now you're going to just drop all this out all at once, tell all these things that have been going on in your brain. Yeah. That now you've put in a book and not everyone gets to have judgments about it. Exactly. And and I didn't know how it'd be received. And again, I was scared people would be like, you're crazy. I was also scared, like, how would this impact the music side of me and what I'm doing musically? So and- do you feel like you want to protect music more in your life or you want to protect numerology, astrology, human design, all this work more? Like which well, one? I don't really view it like that anymore. Okay. But this is what I'm saying. Like I was so scared for the book to come out. And then people be like, oh my God, she's like into weird stuff. Yeah. And just there's so many things going through my head that again, like I would have completely backed out, but like legally I could not. Like that book was coming out even if I didn't want it to. Um, But then it came out and it ended up being like, well, one, I faced a major fear and two, which I was, was letting your voice be heard. Yeah. Such and a to big be level. seen. Yeah. And, you know, to like actually just be who I really am. Like I'm multiple things. I'm not just one thing. Right. And I was trying to Would you to, have like, stayed quiet forever? Do you think? Honestly, I, I, I don't think I would ever have stepped forward publicly as a numerologist had the book not come out, but it was all meant to happen. But my, my point in telling the story is just like, I was so petrified that I had a complete mental breakdown and it ended up being like one of the, the greatest things that ever happened to me in my life. And it's what like, 
brought so many good things into my life with people and clients and like the work that I do. And even just like hearing people, like I, I really didn't think anyone was going to read the book. Genuinely. I did not. And I told Penguin Random House that, but I like was like, okay, fine. I'll write this book, you know, sure. I'll take this advance. Like this is great. I'll invest in myself, you know? Um, but then to, to receive all these messages from people who are like, I read your book and it like it changed my life. And like, I was crying reading it. Like I feel seen like those types of things. Like, I didn't think that was on the other side of fear. You, you know? only thought the people that were going to hate on you, that were going to judge you, exactly. that were going to tell you, oh my God, you're crazy. Like that, yeah. and that's, I, oh, that's, I'm so glad you make that point because that is what stops us so much. And this songwriter mm -hmm. in town, his name is Bob DePiro. He's a huge hit songwriter in country mm -hmm. music. He told me something that I have never forgotten. And I'm sure people say this in a lot of different ways, but like, he's like, fear is a hundred feet wide and a hundred feet long, but it's paper thin. Yeah. But he was like, people are so scared to walk through fear because it's all you can see yeah. from up, down, side to side. It's completely everywhere. But once you walk through it and get on the other side of fear, it's exactly what you're saying. Sure. There's going to be some people that, are going to hate on you or whatever because you've put yourself out there and people love to have opinions. But you're also going to impact people and like let people connect and let people see a part of themselves that they yeah. didn't see otherwise. You know? And it's like it's such a gift to walk through that fear. Like what if you wouldn't have walked through that fear with your numerology and astrology in this book? Like what if you wouldn't have shared that? You've yeah. probably changed so many people's lives because now they have this understanding into themselves more that they never even knew could have existed because it's yeah. in a book. It's your, it got carried in places like urban outfitters and cool places, you know, yeah, exactly. So you've impacted people to allow them to have access to parts of themselves that they otherwise wouldn't have had. Mm -hmm. And if but you it also expanded fear, me yeah. too, you know, like I, I didn't realize before that I was being so limiting. I was always trying to divide myself. It's like, okay, I do this numerology and astrology stuff, and that's like my hobby. But then I also do music, and I was never thinking about combining the two. And it's like the more that like I'm embracing all sides of me, the more I'm like, this is just who I am. And it's like to me, and I always say this, it's like numerology, astrology, music, it's all the same thing. They're just avenues of healing. And the only difference is like music will shift you instantly. You know, mm. you hear a good song you're in a bad mood, you hear like your favorite song, instantly your vibration changes. Where like numerology, astrology, you got to like study it a little bit. You got to like learn about it. You got to like go meet with someone who can kind of shed light. And it, it takes a little bit longer to have that shift. But then again, it is profound. But that's the thing. It's like you have to walk through the fire. So it's like you're scared to step into certain things. And that's the only thing that's holding you back with your career. You just have to like choose a path and commit to it at some point. I think that just like we were talking about with marriage, it's like, it's just about the commitment. Like, are you committed to your career and like the impact you want to have, no matter how crazy your ideas sound? Because trust me, people think I'm fucking crazy all the time. They're like, what you do, you do music and, and I'm like, yeah, it, to me, it's the same thing, but that's okay. You know? And mm -hmm. like, I'm doing pretty good in my career. And it's like, again, like you just have to kind of figure out like, what is the thing that I want? Because next year you have the energy that's supporting you for huge advancement and achievement and money. So how much do you want? What do you want? So I just want to be able to have these kind of conversations all the time. And I want to allow women in particular to have access to them mm -hmm. and to realize that they have 
the power to like live a purposeful life that like we all came here with a purpose. Like, well, it seems like you're clear. You're just, I just needed to learn how to make it into a business plan, which I feel like I am actually coming into. I'm going to actually, I'm going to speak it out loud for the first time (laughs) because this is me coming over a a barrier of feeling like I'm not worth it. I run a Gemini. Yep. Yeah. Got to communicate a girl. Just get it out. So here's what I have come to through the help of this coach. And then finally through like, I did a practice run last week and I'm going to create a course called the race to the real you. Cause mm-hmm. I was on the amazing race. And then my podcast. Oh my is God. Called- you're on the amazing race. Yes. Oh my God. I didn't even know that about you. My parents love that show. But they probably watched my seasons. Wait, were you on it with your husband? No, with my former bandmate, Jennifer Wayne, who is in, we what? are, we were in a trio together. We did music together. So we were on season 22 oh, and then we were God. asked back to do all star season 24. Oh my God. My parents are going to lose it. They're so oh, they obsessed. Saw our seasons? They probably did with that show. They have literally watched every season. Well, it's an amazing show. Honestly, it shows you so much about the world and people in general because Jen and I, we decided from the beginning that we were, we'd been in a band together for like seven years. We decided that we were going to assume the best in each other and Mm -hmm. that we were going to realize that each of us had different skill sets. And if for one reason or another, we got put in a challenge that wasn't our skill set and we were the reason we got out. We weren't going to hate each other. We weren't going to blame each other. Yeah. We were always going to assume that we were doing the best that we could. And so we really, I mean, there were times we were tense with each other, but we really worked amazing because we kept the mindset that we are always doing the best we can. Well, that's exactly what we were talking about earlier. Yes. So like, why can't you just apply that to yourself? I know. You know what I mean? It's like easy when you're in a team because you can be more like loving and forgiving to your friends, but you need to give that energy to yourself too, right? So I think I finally just didn't realize, I didn't think I had anything to offer the world besides like conversations, but I'm like, how do you like make a career what out of podcasts? Right. And podcast yeah. has been great. But YouTube. I'm, but I'm like, I need to take it somewhere else. So what I'm doing and I'm just speaking this for the first time, which I think it's great with you because you are the right energy for this. Yeah. I am creating a course called Race to the Real You mm-hmm. where I'm going to offer eight core, eight different conversations where people can join in like on a live conversation. So say you were one of my guests. Mm-hmm. I would have allow women to sign up to have an interactive experience where we have a conversation, but then they can like write in questions. Like maybe this person would do a few like, readings on people or if I have like a celebrity guest like a country star artist like they would share their story and then like take some questions about like how they got there overcoming limiting beliefs and then afterwards do like takeaways from the lesson do journal promptings like and then have Mm -hmm. a Facebook group where we can all meet and talk about stuff and just elevate together based on these amazing minds that I have the access to bring in I have all this access to great people like I have this ability to talk to great people so sharing that with others to let them have this experience that I get to have all the time but actually be in on it firsthand well why why are you saying that you're not clear it's finally just what? coming to me but like, <laughs> I'm like what are we talking about here excuse me but trusting the fact that I'm worth it trusting the fact that I can charge for it and I think that that's oh yeah yeah that's yeah. what this this coach told me yeah. she was like you actually owe it to the women to charge because they are investing in themselves as well. And like if yeah. you don't put an energetic frequency of money behind it that makes people feel like they're investing in themselves, like they deserve the investment too. Yeah. And I don't – it's so hard. I have such a weird thing with money. Like why do I have a weird thing with money? Well, I mean there are a lot of reasons. And again, some of them are show are shown in the chart, but also some of them have to do with like your own conditioning of like how did your parents view money? Like what was your own relationship with money growing up? And also like – 
in society, we're not really taught healthy money habits. Like, mm-hmm. think about it. Like, did you learn anything about money in elementary school or high school? No. Like, l- I literally didn't even know what like investing was. Right. Until like a couple of years ago, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> People are investing their money. You know what I mean? Like, of course, I understood like the stock market exists and all these things, but like, I didn't. What is all this? But stuff? that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't actually know what the stock market did. Right. Like, it didn't make sense to me or like you know, credit cards, credit, all of those things were not taught. So I know, which again, is, we need these life skills. I know. It blows my mind that like, we don't learn actual life skills in school. I like, know. I know. How to pay a mortgage, how to fix up your car if it breaks down, <laughs> like how to even learn like, about some, investments. Yeah. Some people don't even know how to cook. Like mm-hmm. people genuinely have told me like, and I don't know. I'm kind of one of those. Really? Sort of. Yes. That always blows my <laughs> mind. But I like cooking a lot. Right. Yeah. So I like yeah. to me, I'm like, why? It's so easy. But yeah, I mean, again, like you do also have the North Node in your second house. And I just feel that like things that are aligned to our destiny are always the hardest things to step into. It's never the stuff that comes the easiest. It's like your greatest challenge, but also your greatest reward. Right. And it's mm-hmm. like even like like we were talking about earlier like even being married is probably like one of your greatest challenges but also the greatest reward mm-hmm. and that's just anything that's linked to your destiny this is it your moment this is your time to make your comeback with purdue global when you come back with a purdue global degree you create opportunity for yourself your family and your future it's a degree you can be proud of a degree that employers will trust and respect Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. 
And I think I have been such a people pleaser for so long that I am willing to give myself away all the time. Not, And I never did it with like mm. dating or stuff. I mean, I did make out with tons of people. But like, <laughs> I never slept with them. Thank God. I don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> no, he knows. Thank God I like had like the fear of death about sleeping with people. Oh, yeah. yeah. So like I wasn't promiscuous in that way, except for a little bit when Michael and I broke up. But that was okay. But I... um. I am so fine just to give myself away. Just give myself away in any way I can because I'm like, I just want you to like me. Like, just like me. Yeah, just yeah. take this here. This is all I can offer you. It's not enough, but you, know, but you can people, have it. But people actually respect you more when you don't, don't. do that. It's, I know. It's so crazy because my brother was talking to me the other day and he was like, whenever I'm like a really, and this is like not the best example, but he's like, whenever I'm like a really nice guy to my clients, he's a photographer. Um, he's like, people aren't nice to me, but when I'm like really stern and holding his and boundaries, kind of an asshole and set really firm boundaries, people pay him like more than he's yeah, asking. I know. People. And it's like, again, it's like people sense that energy when you come from a place of like strength and knowing and worth, then it's like, hey, this is my price. And people are like, what? And you're like, yeah, it's my price, you know? And I think that, like, that's what I've had to get on board is that I'm worth a price, you know? And, like, yeah. I know I'm worth a price. Like, I know it, and I yeah. know I'm worth it. But, like, it's just been so, such a long process for me to accept it that, like, I have something to offer. I have, like, a gift, like we all do, that I can share yeah. that is worth paying for because it will help you the person buying it, it will, it will help you. It will help you advance. Yeah. It will help your life. Like, well, that's the thing. Like your, your place is in, your intention is in a place of help and not in a place of like, I just want to make a quick buck, but also like how you're feeling is like one of the most common things that I hear, especially from women clients, mm -hmm. like you're not alone in this feeling, you know? And again, I think that the more you share your story, the more people can relate to you. Cause they're like, Oh my God, I've been there too. And I also have been there and I've like overcome that in the past few years. And a lot of that was like, again, Did you just step into it to say like, okay, I know I'm worth it. I'm just going to charge. Yeah. This. I had, well, I had the right team around me. Um, you know, I, I had the right support. Um, also I think you know, I spent a lot of time feeling like a failure because I had so many ups and downs in music. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of times where I thought like, this is my break. I'm so close. And then it, it, I would get right to that moment and then something would happen. Like I would be dropped from a label or like the song wouldn't get picked up for this. Or Could that. you find out in your chart why this is happening? Yeah, it was Chiron <laughs> in my 10th house um, transiting. <laughs> so you should have known it was coming, but I wasn't always studying charts. Oh, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Okay. So, you know, it was really heartbreaking for me. And, and then I think like I had, I had, had attached my self-esteem to that because I was it's like. It's so easy to. Yeah. But well, then. Because when you're an artist, mm. it's not like you're just like, oh, let me sell peanuts or something. It's like, let me sell myself. Like yeah. this is my imaging. This is my songwriting. This my is soul. my Literally, soul. Yeah. And then here people are just going, eh, eh. Yeah, exactly. Eh. You're like, oh my God. Like you think about what, <laughs> what your, um, what you went through when you wrote a song and it was just like the song was like the thing that saved you. And then someone hears it and they skip over like, it after 10 seconds. I'm not feeling it. Exactly. But you know, I also dealt with a lot of things in the music industry as most women do of just like, you know, I'll, I'll call it like me too moments, mm -hmm. you know? And so that really fucked with my self-esteem too. And so I think I was able to shift it when I started having success, not even intentionally or anything through numerology. And I was able to, to be like, oh, this is what this feels like. Mm. I am worthy. But, you know, even like last year, like 
I was so slammed with one-on-one clients. I, I couldn't do it anymore. And mm-hmm. I kept raising my prices and people kept, you know, still wanting readings. And so I launched like a coaching container. Um, I didn't even launch it publicly just for the clients that I already had. And then that kept getting full. And I was like, fuck, there's only so much of me. And I remember I raised my prices and I was so scared because I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe this is what I'm going to charge. And now I look back and I'm like, that's like standard. You know, I look back at like what other people do and I'm like, people who are less qualified are charging like triple that, right? Right. And I remember I I sent like my coaching deck to a client and I didn't hear from her. And I was like, oh my God, I asked. And then you create all these stories in your mind. Yes. Like she hates me. She thinks I'm I was like, oh my God, she's offended. Like she's not going to want to work with me. She's like put off by the price, blah, blah, blah. And for like a couple of days, I didn't hear from her. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I guess like I was, I was an asshole, right? And then <laughs> she, she confirmed it. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dick. But, I charge too much. And, you know, the proposal I sent her was for three months. And she came back and goes, great, can we do six? And I was like, oh, you know, and like moments like that really shifted things for me. And again, like, I'm not trying to ever like compare like my journey to anyone else. But like, when you look at like, other coaches in the industry that are less qualified who aren't maybe like don't have the heart that you might have. Cause mm-hmm. there are a lot of people out there who are just trying to prey on people and make a quick buck. And that's really sad, but it is true. Mm-hmm. You have to be very discerning. Um, and you're like, damn, they're charging 40,000 a year for their coaching container. Damn. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You look at things like that and you're mm-hmm. like, well, I know I can help people. I do this for myself. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, you know, and things like that help you shift your mindset. But it's almost like you have to know the vibration and the frequency of success and of feeling abundant. Right. And I feel like for me, that involves practice. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's why, like, I recently just did for the first time this, like, trial run where I, like, did it with a color reader. She's amazing. Her name's Walla. She lives in Oh, my God. I know Walla. (sighs) Love Wait, Walla. that's so crazy. How do you even know her? I, how do I know anybody? I don't know. People just flow into my life and I think I'm such That an- is so, I can't believe you know her. She's a manifester too. I love Walla. Yeah, yeah. So we just did like this hangout session and it was like the first one I've ever done and mm-hmm. I had a lot of doubt before and like I almost didn't do it and then I did it and I was like, and I, I learned a lot about, like, A, the women in it loved it and had such an incredible experience yeah. with Walla and Walla loved it and it was so healing for the women and I was like and it also was so great for me because like I practiced you know mm-hmm. I put myself in that space of holding this place for people to come to and holding this place that I can do this and that my energy is like strong mm. to like hold this place for women to come together and heal like that I'm strong enough to hold that energy because like before I was doubting myself. I'm like, am I strong enough to do this? Is my, you know, like I didn't, but then the practice of doing it. Now I'm like, that was great. I see how awesome that was for everyone Mm. there and how awesome it was for me. Like I have to do this for people, you know? But like, if I don't, if you don't put yourself in the experiences to try, Mm. right? Uh, Yeah, I definitely think that. And I think like two things come to mind. One, something I did when I was like at my lowest with like my worth and my self-esteem, because like, I couldn't see it, but people would always tell me like that I was great or they would like say great things to me. Like, you know, like I really believe in you, things like that. I literally like every time someone would give me a compliment or praise or something nice, I started like saving it in a note on my phone. And when I would start to doubt myself, I would go to this note on my phone and I would scroll through and I'd see like even someone on the street saying something randomly to me if it was like 
profoundly nice, mm-hmm. not just like, oh, you're cute, you know, mm-hmm. like something actually real. Uh-huh. Like I would save it and I'd be like, wow, if all these people believe in me and say these things to me, then I must be worthy. It must be true. And that really helped me when I was at my absolute. And I still have that in my notepad from many years ago. And some every now and then I'll like stumble on it. I'm like, wow, like I love that person. Thank you. But then the other part that I was thinking was like, and, and I see this with women a lot. It's like, how comfortable are you with receiving? Right. Because we're so used to giving. We're so used to taking care of everyone else. And also like as women, as career women, we have to be in our masculine energy all, all the, the time. time right? right. It's exhausting. Like that's why women are burnt out right now because in order to like earn money and, and work like we do a lot of the times that requires us to be in our masculinity. So which you know, goes against how we've been living for the past yeah, ever. forever. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, we're, I feel like this generation is the one that is really making the shift. Like the women before mm. us have been fighting for it, but it's yeah. really happening right now. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, millennials are here to change the world. That's for sure. But I feel like, you know, that's something like practicing receiving because that can feel really uncomfortable. Um, and I remember like when I used to have problems with receiving, um, And I realized this. I'm like, I think I'm pushing things away from me because I'm not receptive. I'm just pushing and giving. Because what is that? You don't want to receive it because if you receive it, what's going to happen? Well, it's like you're you're not comfortable with receiving. You don't feel worthy of receiving it. Exactly. But part of you believes it. Like you kind of when you hear it, it, there's a part of you practice. But like, okay, so say I say like you are so intuitive and Mm -hmm. like the words that you give me are so healing to me. If if you hadn't gotten to a place where you can receive, like you want to repel that. But there's a part of you that knows that it's true. Um, that depends on where you're at in your journey. Okay. Like if you said that to me now, I'd be like, yeah, of course. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. You know? like, duh. Yeah. But like, they're, I'm fucking you know, awesome. <laughs> yeah. But like in high school, if you had said that to me, I would have been like, oh no. You know, it's like, do you see this all the time with women where you're like, oh my God, you're so pretty. And you're like, oh no, I just, you know, I, I like just rolled out of bed today or, oh my God, I love what you're wearing. Oh, I, d- yeah. It was only like, I got it $5 at Target. You know, there's always you want to some, downplay. Yeah, exactly. Why? Instead because of embracing you don't want people it. to be offended by you or think that you're too much. I think there or... are so many things that right. we're dealing with. But that's why I'm saying like a practice that really helped me with receiving is I would literally sit with across from other like female friends and we'd practice giving each other compliments. Wow, that's amazing. And, yeah, and just staring at each other in the eyes and like holding it and taking but it but like real compliments it. right but it could be even something like simple like oh you're beautiful and like you can't you just have to receive it and you can't Deflect. give an excuse yeah and that shit like really helps you on like just a really tiny level of like getting used to the energy of receiving because the more that we're in that energy the more that we can actually hold space for the bigger things we want to receive right it's like how can you receive a million dollars if you don't even know what it's like to receive a hundred dollars right so it's like baby steps towards receiving but again like a lot of women i know we're used to handling everything all the time giving to everyone else but ourselves so then when it comes to like i'm worthy to receive what i want we're not even used to that that is so true and what a great exercise yeah This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. So this coach, her name's Kathy Heller, she told me, she really like lit into me the other day. It was like an intense talk, but it was great. And I got what I needed to get out of it. But she was like, for all women, but she's speaking to me, but like in terms of all women, especially like women in the United States who have this opportunity that we have right now of freedom to like pursue, you know, a lot of women still have a ton of barriers holding them back. I'm not saying a lot of people don't hear, but like we have this chance. Yeah. There's more freedom here than most places. Exactly. Like Walla was saying, she, where she comes from Kuwait, they still have honorable deaths where like a husband or a brother can say this, their sister or wife needs to die because she wasn't honorable. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like that's wild. So it's like, we are in this moment right now, and this hit me so hard, it finally clicked that, like, and my grandmother, like, she marched in the streets for women's, my great-grandmother, for women's rights to vote. Like, she couldn't even vote until the back half of her life. It's like, mm-hmm. we are in this place right now where all women have been fighting to be, you mm-hmm. know? Like, all women. I even wrote this on my desk in permanent marker. Mm-hmm. It's like, we are in this moment where women have been fighting to be, where we have freedom, we have opportunity, we have respect, we have the ability to hold power and authority, and we have a voice, and it's being listened to. And it's like, if we don't own that moment, if we're shying away from our power and greatness and the truth of who we are, then we are, it's our duty to the women who've come before us who wanted this moment, who wanted that freedom. Like, they fought so hard and didn't have these rights, and we have them. It's like, we have to step into it, you know? I, I feel like a lot of people, though, take that for granted. Like, it's crazy to yes. me how many people, especially, like, I see a lot of, like, Americans just, like, hating on America. And I'm like, listen, don't get me wrong. We got some fucking issues, for sure. Right. But, like, I I look around at other parts of the world, and I'm like, we have so much freedom right in comparison so much freedom that we can actually fight about the freedoms yeah. that we have and like how we want to define the like freedoms that gratitude for that and then like being able to take action like it has to be conscious because it is really easy to be like oh my god this is happening and that's happening and oh my god what about this and the world's falling apart and all of that but at, at some point we have to also recognize we're here with yeah, freedom exactly what we have yeah and yeah i agree with you too and I, mm-hmm. i'm sure that there's something i don't know if like the countries have charts and stuff, but like I'm sure they there's do. something in our country. No, the U.S. <laughs> is going through its Pluto's return. So like, what does that astrologers mean? Astrologers have been losing their shit. It just started in February. Okay. <laughs> when Rome went through its last Pluto's return, it fell. And that's most what... empires have fallen during their Pluto return. Yeah. So like, are we gonna make it? That's the thing. Yeah. No comment on that. 
<laughs> I will talk to you about that not on <laughs> recording, um, but there are definitely going to be shifts. There's no doubt about that. But like, how long th- does that last? P- Pluto's return years. I mean, th- this this time that we're living in has been prophesized. I mean, since I mean, I spent two years studying Mayan codes um, in North Carolina with this medicine woman who was up from Costa Rica because of, you know, lockdowns and all that. And like the Mayans knew about this time, you know, it's like even my friend Shaman Durek that he he's friends with Walla as well. He wrote a book called Spirit Hacking and he literally outlines this period, which is called a blackout. And I totally recommend everyone get that book. It's amazing. Um, But he does talk about this. And he he put that out before COVID talking about that 2020 was when things were going to shift. So again, like people can go do their own research on like what different cultures think of this time but like this is the most profound shift and we're just at the beginning of it so buckle up (laughs) so it's like everything is coming to a head yeah I mean there has to be it's interesting because a lot of people believe that like we're in this place of being able to create like a, a paradise on earth like a golden age but it's like how do you get there when so much of our world is founded from a place of like misuse of power right it's like all these things have to come up and be cleared like the underbelly of society has to be shown so that it can be cleared like all these things right so and we as a conscious have to clear it but yeah getting all of us but on it the looks same page, like yeah it looks like everything is falling apart for the worse, right? Because it's like that meme you see online of like what you think a spiritual awakening is like. And it's like a girl like screaming, like the reality of it. I got like, a roller coaster. Like what? Yeah, the actual right. Hell is happening? It's like doing the shadow work. It's like the collective is doing the shadow work on the planet. And of course, like we have an opportunity to shift, but it has to be conscious and we have to be actively dreaming of a better world and not giving into the fear monster, right? Because the more we do, then we're actually creating that. And I feel like for me, it's like with like politics, which we're not going to get into, but it's like, I'm like, they're so intense on both sides. Where's the love of any of it? You know, it's like, it's gone too extreme. There's no love. There's no love of humanity. You know, it's all like, I hate you because you believe X, Y, and Z and it's black and white. And then I hate you because you believe X, Y, Z and it's black and white. And I'm like, none of this Mm -hmm. is really, there is this other place that is like, let's work together and love together. But are we going to be able to get there? Well, what is that like? uh, Control through chaos. Right. It's like order out of chaos. There's so much hate right now. Yeah, I know. But again, it's 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 the divisiveness. And I also think it's really easy to see it that way because of social media. But like so much of social media is not even real. Right. Like a lot of the like even accounts that you see online, like tweets and things, they're not real. Mm -hmm. They're like bots that are just perpetuating things and everything is playing into an algorithm. So it's like we could have like Instagram, for example, could be like primarily a positive place, but the algorithm is actually circulating content that's more negative because it's more like click worthy, right? Right. It's like if it, if it bleeds, it leads, whatever that Uh saying is. So it's like, but so we're thinking that things are so bad, but actually like there is so much hope and positivity, but it's not maybe the thing that's like in our face as much. And I feel like because it is so divided and we feel the hate so much, it is making people want to go alternate routes too. Oh, you yeah. know, like people are wanting to go on a more spiritual journey. People are wanting to like dive more into things like numerology, astrology, like he- more healing things instead mm-hmm. of just like this black and white, you have to be either 
red or blue. I or- don't know anyone who even subscribes to that. That's the thing. Like most people that I know are like, they're not on either side. They're just like, can I just live a good life? Like I don't subscribe to either extremist view. Mm -hmm. And that's what's so confusing to me. I'm like, I don't know, maybe I'm just not in the right cities for that. (laughs) You know, I know a lot of people think like the South is like that. And that has not been my experience at all. It's probably who you attract, you know, that's true. That's a good, (laughs) that's a good point. (laughs) I'm attracting people who are like, I just want to live a good life. Like I just want to fulfill my purpose and then use my purpose to help heal the world. Exactly. Like I don't, (sighs) I don't know anyone who's like more like you look on in the media and it's like so much hate on both sides. I know. And like, I don't know anyone who considers themselves liberal, who's filled with hate and same with conservatives. Mm -hmm. And I'm friends with, I mean, I don't know anyone who's like racist or like misogynistic or anything like that, but like, I know they exist. Right. But it's just the whole thing. It's just, it's so exhausting. And so again, like it's, it just comes down to like, we need to hold the vision for a better world for ourselves and also for our kids, you know? Yes. Okay, so I know we have to wrap up. I always leave with God. I literally. I know. I, I feel like we didn't even touch on numerology. We just like <laughs> went woo. We're all over the place. Like, do you want to wrap up with like a final remark about like numerology and like astrology? I mean, we can. I yeah. mean, you know, if anyone's listening and they're interested in numerology, like definitely check out my Instagram because there's so many free. There's so much free content on there that you can, you know, check out. And then if you love that, you know, you can check out my book. I'm launching my numerology course soon. And where can people find you? What's it? What's your Instagram? Oh, yeah. My Instagram is just my last name. It's at Carehart. So K-A-E-R-H-A-R-T. Um, yeah. So I guess, again, there's just there's so many things we can say. Ultimately, I view numerology and astrology as tools for us to love and accept ourselves. And that's what brought me into a place of love and acceptance and also, we didn't even go here. We might have to do a part two to this podcast. I would love to do a part but, two. But basically, like, you know, there's not a day you go through your life where numbers don't impact you. Like, we are living in a numerical system. So when you understand numerology, it's it's literally like you're Neo waking up in the matrix. It's insane. And, and I know that sounds probably insane, but... You know, I've I've just heard from so many people, even on Instagram, that find me who are like, "Oh my God!" Ever since I like started studying numerology, like I see it too. It like it just awakens you in a new way. So I definitely encourage everyone to, you know, look in their own chart, discover their own numbers. I also have reports you can check out that that's all on my Instagram. and then again, like that helps you decipher like some of the messages you see, like repeating numbers or what so like I always see two 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 or four 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 or eleven eleven. Well, that makes sense for a lot of reasons based on your chart. But I don't want to like go too deep into that because I know we'll just go on another tangent. I know, tangent. I know, like, I know. Literally, that's the yeah. problem with you is like I want, I could just this talk to you. This happened when we first talked. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> I know. We were supposed to do a podcast like a couple months ago or something. And then. Oh, yeah. Before I even went to Europe. And you just that got back from so Europe. Long. But you know what? It's good because like this, because now I'm back and I'm like living here. Basically. In Nashville. Yeah. And so it's like. Now we can meet in person, establish like a real life friendship. Yes. Or like before, maybe I would have just been like just a Zoom call. Yes, it would have been because like we would have had no way to like really connect and keep it going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. OK, new music coming out. Let's talk about that really fast. Oh, God. Yeah, uh, I have new music coming out with the band project that I'm in called Kimi Star. And then I'm here. I'm actually in it's Nashville. It's called Wildfire. 
Oh yeah, that's the name of the song. Wildfire just came out. It's really. You also dope. have a song called Bodies that's so great. Oh yeah, I love that's one of my favorites. It's so good. Uh, yeah, that came out, and then yeah, I'm here working on my solo project now as well, and and doing some writing. So TBD on that, but definitely check out the band project again. Everything is linked on my Instagram. It's super easy to find. I love it. And what's your website? Uh, it's just careheart.com, but right now it's all numerology things. Oh, I love it so much. Okay, so I always wrap up with leave your light. What do you want people to know? About... Just open-ended anything. What, what I want to people mind? to know? Oh, man. I think something that's really helped me in my life, like when I'm making decisions or I'm like doing anything really, I'm always asking myself, like, am I am I making this decision from a place of fear or from love? Like, am I leading with fear or love? And so I'm always striving to lead with, with love. And again, like no matter how scared I am, like when my book came out, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm scared. Like that is the thing that's holding me back. Like I didn't want my book to come out because I was scared, but that's not coming from a place of love where like me being like, you know what? It's coming out. I put my love into this book. Like I love these, these tools because it's helped me love myself. Maybe that can help others. And that was like the pathway. Right. So I think like maybe asking people that question or asking yourself that question is always like helpful for you to like be able to lead from a place of like love and faith as opposed to like fear and doubt, which we all have. But again, just imagine that fear and doubt are in the passenger seat, not the driver's seat. You're the one driving. I've literally even said to like fear before, like, okay, I know you're here, but you're getting in the back seat. I'm the one driving, you know, it's like visualization helps. But yeah, I think people leading from a place of like love. I think that's what changes the world, you know? Freaking love that. You're yeah. amazing. Caitlin Carhart, y'all. I'm I'm <laughs> so happy you moved to Nashville. You don't even know. Like I'm like so happy you're here. Well, I'm glad because I don't know that many people here right now. Well, so I'll like, introduce yay, you to so many fun friends. And like there's a lot of there's a lot of people who are like into this, this stuff too. So it's great. I feel I'm like they're love. all kind of underground here. So I'm like ready, ready yes. to meet them. <laughs> yes, I can help you meet them because I only like to hang out with people like that. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, perfect. We'll have like little circles here. Yes, yes. <laughs> On Thank your you. giant couch. I, it's the greatest couch of all times. It's from our house, y'all. It's like this oh, couch. Oh, I love our house. <sighs> this couch is like a bed and it's like the yeah, greatest thing. It's a sectional, but there's like six pieces and they all come together like a bed and we don't get out of They'll it. Just You can post a photo when the podcast comes out so people can see how gigantic this is. <laughs> it's heaven It's like a it. king size bed. It is. Yeah. It's literally. the greatest. And we just leave a blanket on it and we just chill on it yeah. constantly. Sunny just like posts up all the time. She knows that's where we're hanging. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, you are truly amazing. Me. I love this so much. And I'm so glad we got to do it in person. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad you're moving here. Everyone yeah. check out Caitlin Carhart. You're the best. Okay, bye. <laughs> Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually 
in person and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 